everyone, this is Myra. This is Paula. And this is Martha. And we are your hosts. We are here to help you level up with topics on self-awareness, confidence, and self-acceptance. So grab whatever you would like to sip on and welcome to Sipping With Us. Okay, happy Saturday. Welcome back to another episode. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. We are at brunch time, 11 o'clock. Uh, starting a, a podcast, obviously, a recording. And we actually have a special guest today. Uh, her name is Blanquita. Yes. Uh, Blanquita, we thank you so much for coming. Of course. And driving from guys. Dallas, because yeah. I know it's a drive for you. <laughs> Welcome. And very exciting uh, drive, honestly. I've been very excited since you guys reached out. So thank you so much for of, you know, of having course. me here. Yes, of course. I think it's important that, um, just as I was mentioned to you before, that we like empower other Latinas. Yes. empower each other especially we're going to be talking about body empowerment today so it's important to kind of hear other people's um own journeys definitely because so, i feel like it could be relatable to so many others that sometimes they feel like you have it all together and it's like yeah it's not always like that you know no, definitely not yeah i think that that's probably one of the things that i've learned the most um with this journey that i've had is that you know I meet other girls and they're like, oh, my God, you're so perfect. How do you do it? And I'm like, girl, I want to eat them hot Cheetos at yeah. 12. You know, <laughs> I, I really do. And I struggle with probably the same things that anybody, you know, anybody else does. So I definitely want to make sure I spread that awareness and that they don't see me just as like, you know, this perfect person. And right. Yeah, that, that's like we all have weaknesses. Oh, yes, yeah. definitely. Like we're all human. And that's fine. <laughs> like there's literally nothing wrong with um, being more vulnerable and showing that side to other people because that's the only way that I feel we can elevate each other and help each other grow from that. That's exactly. Right. That's right. Exactly. And um, again, somebody mentioned to me a while back, it's like, why does it always feel like Latinas are always in competition with each other? Like yes. Latina specifically. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it has a lot to do with like the way you grew up. Like we can't necessarily blame our parents because they didn't know any better. You know what I mean? But it's like, do you know how much powerful we would be if we like actually just focus on empowering each other? Yes. Like our Latino culture is growing. Mm -hmm. Like the demographics going to be like. We just grew up, you know, oh, we were born into a fucked up generation. Oh, yeah. You know, that's fine. So it's our job to like fix that. Yes. Know? That way it yes. passes down to like the lower generation. Yes. But in light of all of that, cheers again, because, <laughs> okay, I was telling her, like, I hope you're okay with my version of mimosas because it's like I top it with champagne and it's like a splash. A splash. <laughs> and I literally thought you were kidding. And then I was like, oh, she's well, not she's kidding. She's right <laughs> in Dallas. So we got to be careful. Yeah. yeah. We're that's not responsible. No, yes. <laughs> it's awesome, though. I love it. Also, thank you so much for bringing us uh, a sweet gift. Yes. She bought us some her booty bands so i'm excited to try them out <laughs> yeah so we can so open excited. these and post them on our on our page so you guys can see her booty bands um so congratulations on that too thank that's you. like a huge thank like achievement so yeah, yeah like starting your own businesses and everything oh yeah, yeah. for sure you know it, it like i think like everything else that a lot of people start with just small dreams and you know at first it was like okay yeah I'll do some workout guides mm -hmm. I, I kept getting asked like hey like can you just give us your workout routine and stuff like that so mm -hmm. yeah I just kind of pulled the trigger and then it was it was a huge risk because I quit my job and then three days later I started um 
creating those workout guides. And then ever since, I just haven't had to look for a job anymore. This cheers, is my life. Cheers to that. So that, cheers. That, that, that's cheers. it. Yeah, cheers. definitely. Cheers. Guys, we're at brunch, so you're going to hear cheers like <laughs> the whole <laughs> recording. Episode. Right. No, yes. yeah. So I'm definitely very, very thankful. Um, you know, I try to wake up every day and remind myself that not everybody gets to do what I do. So I definitely, um, I'm just so happy to be there and I just continue to grow and hope to keep pushing it, especially like you said, it's, it's a Latino owned business. So, you know, you don't see much of that. And that's why I'm so focused on just spreading that awareness or on empowering others yes. to do the same. How long have you been doing it? Amazing. Have, have you, how long have you had it? Um, I want to say it's about to be three years. Yeah, mm, it's about years. to be three years. Yeah. And like I said, it all started with the workout guides. And, you know, it was always a dream of mine to have an actual brand on, a, you know, on an Product. item. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I was like, OK. And it was really hard. And I had more failures probably than than I it's did. All you know? and error. Yes, definitely. And it was a hard, hard journey. But, you know, it, it happened and now I'm just kind of going with it. You know, like what's next? What's next? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's so, the attitude. Yeah. So it's it's really exciting. And, um, you know, I just hope to keep empowering women and not just with the workout guides. But like I said, with my products, like I just want to I think for me, it's always like, yeah, let's work out, but make it cute. You know, right. I'm always all about being that girly gym girl like you, <laughs> you know, do. Those, I always love yeah. your outfits. I'm like, I <laughs> I never buy gym clothes. Yeah. I don't know why. I buy everything else but gym clothes. I need to start like investing in it because I literally have like the same like clothes for years now. Yes. I'm like, I need to start looking better so that I can want to like wear they it. Say and it go. does motivate you it when does. you wear oh, cute clothes. And there's yes. a lot of uh, cute workout clothes. Yes. I actually struggle to find it like bunny. myself. That, yeah. What's that brand? Ba uh, bunny? Uh, Buff oh, the bunny. Buff Bunny collection. Yeah. Her clothes yes. is cute. Yes. She's awesome. Honestly, like that's kind of just an example, you know, how much she's grown because yes. she used to just do um, YouTube and then now she has like a huge clothing brand. Right. And um, I actually have a friend and she's she started her fitness clothing brand. And, you know, it's the same thing. We always talk about it. Like, you know what? Like, yes, there's bigger people out there, but why can't we be? Right. The same, they were you smaller. Know? At one exactly. Point, everybody. You know? Everybody starts somewhere. Exactly. So, uh, Blanca, tell us like kind of where everything started for you. Like, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah. And um, how everything how you even became getting into like interested in fitness. Yeah. So, I've, I mean, I've always been a. Uh, pretty athletic. I've always been, you know, like a little hood rat kid that's, you know, jumping fences and doing crazy stuff. And so I was a little tomboy growing up. So um, playing sports with boys was not new for me. And so that was really cool. And then eventually I fell in love with um, playing soccer. So I think that's probably one of my uh, hobbies, I would say. Um, and then I played throughout high school. Right after that, I kind of, well, while being in high school and playing, we kind of just stepped into the weight room and they're like, okay, guys, we got to, you know, gain some strength to go against these really big girls that we're playing against. <laughs> and um, that was the first time I ever picked up a barbell. And I was like, okay, well, you were this in high is school. Cool. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember even picking up barbell in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, the thing about me is that, um, I've always been a very competitive person and and I mean that in like the humblest way possible. I think that I like to just prove to people that whatever they say I can't do, I can do it. Right. So and I'm just one of those people that I'm like, oh, you're telling me I can't do this. OK, well, let me show you why. That's what motivates me, honestly. Mm -hmm. And um, after that, um, you know, I was like, OK, well, graduation is coming and soccer is not going to be there anymore. And that was like, OK, well, I need to figure out what's next. And. I kind of just started to think 
just the big picture and I was like, do I, am I really happy with my body? Like, what do I hate? What do I love? And I was like, why not get better at that? So I used to honestly get bullied a lot in, in high school. They, it was, you know, I think everybody goes through that stage where people just kind of like have so many mean things to say about right. you. So, you know, I think that I use that more as like fuel to just be like, okay, well, let's see what I can do to just improve on whatever I'm not feeling so good about myself. Right. And um, you would get bullied about what your weight? Yeah. Yeah. Really? So like, yeah. So, I mean, amongst other other things, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I used to be like this teeny tiny little girl. So I was very, very skinny. Mm. And I think, um, you know, it's so crazy because back then, like being like a slim, thick girl was not that. Right. It's crazy how yeah. like everything has flipped. Mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I remember when like having a fat ass was like not a good thing. And I'm yeah. like, okay well that was weird that was a weird <laughs> stage and so um yeah like you know it, it was just like okay people not only other people that I didn't consider my friends but my friends would make like certain mean comments you mm -hmm. know and I was like okay well that's not cool and I kind of just was like okay I want to look like that girl that I saw on Instagram I started doing my own research so I started watching YouTube videos I started just kind of following along others journeys who was it do you remember I cannot, honestly. I think I would just like literally go on YouTube yeah. and be like, how to squat, yeah. <laughs> how to deadlift, and right. then go from there. And, um, you know, there's people, I think there is a couple of like Instagram fitness girls that did inspire me to start. And now I'm working with them. And now they're like commenting on my stuff and, right. you know, awesome. hyping me up. So that was definitely uh, one of the things that was like, okay, like I'm getting somewhere clearly and I've made right. a big, you know, effort or whatever. So I was like, okay, something's, <laughs> something's happening now. But, um, yeah, I just kind of taught myself along the way. And then I did, um, kinesiology in college mm. and I was like, okay, this kind of is getting bigger and better. Mm -hmm. So for me, I always wanted to do real estate, which is totally opposite of what I'm doing now. That was kind of what I always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, meeting my boyfriend he was kind of like hey like I don't know he's like I think you have so much potential in the business that you have going now mm -hmm. that I think you should just focus on that and continue to grow and I'll help you and you know we'll figure it out so I was like okay I was like yeah but I still want to do real estate and he's like yeah yeah he's like we can we can what's your sign sorry Aquarius okay <laughs> why I'm surprised she's the one that asked and not me today <laughs> yeah we're always yes. talking about astrology here no so, yeah, yeah same honestly I've gotten so much into it too so I'm like why are you asking what yeah. made you ask <laughs> being no, so yeah. persistent yes yes your goals um so the thing was that when I did start of course the mm -hmm. meal preps right? right it was like okay I gotta start eating better being in a Hispanic household it's almost impossible mm -hmm. that is the biggest struggle the biggest, oh the biggest struggle yes my mom is staying with me right now yeah Oh my God. Like, I literally have to tell her, you need to like not make food because if you do, I Teach can't say to no. make healthy food. Well, she actually, my mom has always, one thing about my mom is yeah. that she's always ha grown up like and showed me how to like be health conscious. Yes. Even yes. skincare conscious as I was little and everything. Like, oh, she's nice. always all about like eating healthy and everything. She works out probably more than I do. Like, she goes to oh, Zumba wow, all the that's time. Awesome. But, she still sometimes I think it's like that Mexican mom instinct. They want to just feed you. You yes, know what I mean? Like yes. they want to like that's like their role. They just want to feel good about 
giving and that's yes. her way of giving. But literally, like me and my husband, like I will give in. My husband, he has more discipline and more self-control. <laughs> so then, good. you know, he's like, I feel bad. Tell your mom not to make, make any more food because I'm not going to eat, you know? Yes. Yeah. And it's like, so sometimes I have to just tell her don't. And then when they make those handmade flour tortillas. Uh, oh. That was my yeah. grandma. She she always oh, had frijoles and tortillas ready. So every yes. time we would go visit her, yes. you we were, were like, yep. My mom, to this day, she hand makes flour tortillas. So how did you, ha- how do you handle that with your family? Oh my God. I feel, um, it was pretty hard at first, not necessarily because of the temptation of the great food that my mom would make, but, um, you know, you have your siblings making just horrible comments like oh you're you eat just like a bunny you just eat lettuce you rabbit yeah <laughs> yeah and i was like okay i was like yeah. that's me yeah, but i look like this yeah <laughs> so you know at first they didn't really um understand it yeah. and sometimes it's you know i've noticed that um my parents well at my mom specifically she wasn't very supportive at the start of it so Your i would mom? be like hey yeah yeah so my schedule kind of looked like um college in the morning, like 8 a.m. to 2 a.m. And then it was work right after I would get off around 9. And then I would go play soccer. And then after soccer, I would go to the gym, which is when I would get my workout in. And, you know, she was like, oh, if you come late one more time, you're going to get locked out. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, literally, I'm at the gym, girl. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing anything She thought you were lying or what? Typical strict parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think she thought I was lying. I just think that, you know, it's just how I they kind of are. And how I would are always... Um, um, I was about 20, 21. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was, it kind of just comes back to that, um, you know, that Latina household where you're kind of like, okay, so what about my brothers? Like they're getting here at any time and they're not having to let you guys know where you are, where they are. Mm-hmm. Or so I definitely grew up with that like stereotype where the boys get everything they want. They get to do whatever they want. We have to cater to them because we are the women. And, and I was like, than you? They're the um, No, I have two older brothers. Older yeah, brothers. They're both oh, older okay. than me. Yeah. So just because, you know, I told them, I was like, okay, well, this is not going to work with me. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like since a very young age, I was very um, black sheep. A black sheep. The, the, the little thing. bad kid, you know. And um, my, you know, all of my siblings grew up very, very like strict that Mexican household that rules that everybody has Mm -hmm. especially my older sister and so whenever I kind of just was like no I'm not gonna do that like he has legs he can get up and pick up a spoon if he needs it so that was real like when you have like you know uh I I grew up with no brothers in my family yes so I don't know I guess it was very women empowered in my family yeah that's awesome yeah so like (laughs) My dad was not the typical machista at oh, all. Okay. I didn't grow up like that. So, yeah. it, I, but I know with different families, the dynamic was a little different because yes. if yes. you have brothers and your or your dad it's is totally more like, different, more, more your mom's more catering to your dad. But yes, definitely. And you know, it was so weird to me because I feel like all those things I kind of um, learned from my mom. I would notice that she was not your typical like, oh yes, I'm gonna do what my husband says and you know, blah, 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 same things. And I was like, okay, well, I'm kind of learning this from you. Like your attitude uh, is teaching me that no man is going to tell me what to do. And and I'm not just living this life to cater to a man, whether mm-hmm. he's the best man I've ever had or not, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And so it just, 
I don't know. It was really weird when she started to kind of be like, no, you know, they started to just see me as like the rebel in right. the family. Always. The rebel. Yes. <laughs> I'm saying it here. The rebel is always the one that like lives her most authentic life. Oh, yes. Definitely. <laughs> I was totally the rebel, too. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, it, it just went from there and it started to get a little harder. But that's whenever I started to really uh, find my inner voice and my mm. inner self. Like, OK, who am I really like? Am I going to just continue with this my whole life or am I just going to fall back into the same machista things that my parents are teaching me? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that, I think that was my first toxic relationship. It was with my parents because mm, they didn't. Um, I love my parents to death and all. But, you know, the way they grew up, they they brought all those beliefs onto me and my sister, too. And so I was just like, OK, well, that's that's not cool. Like, I don't understand in what world a man treating somebody that way is OK. You know, right. especially um, if I'm your daughter, I think if anybody in this world is supposed to stand up for me, it's, it's you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I was like, OK, well, clearly um, nobody's backing me up on this. So I have to do it by myself. Mm -hmm. I think the whole way through, I thought more about my sister, my little sister. She's 19 now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, OK, so somebody has to set the example for her, because clearly all of my siblings are falling behind the same uh, thought process. Cycle. Yeah, exactly. So I was like somebody has to break the curse or whatever, you know, that break the cycle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, rewire your brain and learn everything that, that your parents Yeah, because, you. yeah, I just started to realize that they were like, Mm, no, like, no, this is not going to work. Like, you need to do this. You need to do that. And I was like, I don't need to do anything I don't want to do. Like, mm -hmm. I need to find myself and just go from there. Of course, like, if I'm doing something that's not healthy or just harming myself along the way, then that's a totally different um, story. But like I said, I was literally working on myself, going to school, doing my favorite hobby, which was playing soccer and going to the gym, which was taking care of my mental and physical health. So mm -hmm. I was just kind of like, OK, so what am I doing wrong? You know, right. because that's that's not um, I guess that's not typical to them is for someone to take care of themselves. So right. I guess the way they grew up, they were just about prioritizing like their parents and their wives, their spouses, whatever they wanted. So mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, no, this, you is know, that's <laughs> an important like um topic itself because it's like it's true uh, and again going back to childhood it's like when yes. you think about the ones that follow the rules mm -hmm. they're still mm -hmm. following the rules now exactly you know what i mean exactly and it's like there's something like it's important to allow your kids to just kind of like kind of express themselves in the way they want to mm -hmm. and i think that might be the i'm not a parent but i can imagine that's probably the hardest oh, thing yeah. as a parent like when they're not what you ex what you wanted or expected them to be yes. like if you're like a girly mom you want your daughter to be what if she's not let her be exactly. you know what I mean exactly but um I think it's important to like understand that as now in our age we where most people are parents right like yes. to allow your kids to just kind of express yeah. do their own thing do their own thing and let express what they how they want to be you know it's so funny because this past weekend I saw a TikTok video as they were interviewing um I think his name was uh Mesa or mm -hmm. I don't know he's a soccer player from the team America he was supposed to, he like he was making like he was a known soccer player and um he was very good but he decided to quit because his dad's dream was for him to go the regular lifestyle way um, mm -hmm. i didn't work this hard for you not to go to college to get a degree and to do what you're supposed to do mm -hmm. so he's like because i have so much love and respect for my dad he quit the team and he, oh, wow. he went oh, to gosh. go do that 
He's like, yeah. because that's how much respect I have for him. And everybody, mm. everybody was just in shock. Like, what about your parents having respect for you? You know exactly. what I mean? Like, it's, it's like, like exactly. it goes both ways. Yeah. So it's like, damn, people still do that. Like, mm. you know? Yeah, no. And like, just growing up, I feel like I was, like I said, like, I've always been very competitive and overachiever um, in my own way. You know, maybe not in my parents' way, but in my way I was. So whenever I would come home to share something with them, there was always, but, you know, and I'm just like, okay, just be happy for me for one moment. And my brothers were doing the bare minimum and I love them to death as well. But, you know, it's the way they grew up. My, my mom kind of just treats them like little babies and mm -hmm. that they can't really do much for themselves. But, you know, like, I think that that really builds character with like us Latinas, especially being in a household like that, because either it makes you or it breaks you. And, right. you know, like I just like I said, I knew from the beginning since I was just a little girl that I was not going to live a regular life and I was not going to be in that regular stereotype of, OK, well, whatever the guy says goes, you know, mm -hmm. and that that's definitely not or what like, I'm here for. you know, find your husband right away, get yes. married, get married, have a lot of babies. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on people like that. I think no, that's beautiful too. But that's their choice. Right. You exactly. know what I mean? Like I respect everybody's choice and, and what I do not look down on anybody that is currently doing that or that chooses to do that when the time comes. Um, you know, like some people are just born to do certain things in this world. Some women are amazing mothers and oh, we need yeah. amazing mothers in this life. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You know? And, you know, like I personally always question myself and it's a talk that I've had with my boyfriend. I'm like, you know, it's scary uh, when I choose to have kids because I do not want to project any of those things that my mother projected onto me because it really put me through some crazy shit. Right. Honestly, yeah. that's when, you know, yeah. like you're you're and as you grow, that's just going to intensify more. Yes. How old are you? Sorry. Uh, 24. Yes, 24. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm 32. <laughs> so as you grow, it's just yeah. going to intensify more because now when I think about having a kid, it's like, I have to think of it outside of me. Oh, like yes. the kid is not me. Definitely. So it's like, am I going to, am I willing to help raise a human being, not my child, yes. a human being to be the best human being they can be and to live their life how they want to live. Exactly. So, and most people don't understand that idea of when you choose to have a kid. Most, most of the time it comes from my need of feeling fulfilled in yes. my life. Yes. And it's, it, you know, as you grow, that changes. A no, lot. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, my boyfriend and I always get asked and, and I know it's with the best intention from, you know, his family mostly. He, they're, they're like, when are you guys going to have a baby? And, you know, when are you going to have a kid? When are you on next? And we're just kind of like, man, we got a, a lot to live like we really do. And we have so many priorities um, right now that I feel like when it's time and I decide to have a kid that that's it. It's it's all about them. Right. And Whatever they need, I'm here for it. So right. when I'm about done with my life and I'm like, you know what, I'm ready to dedicate this life mm -hmm. to my child, then that's when it's going to happen. And I, you know, I think that that's maybe what our parents didn't do. Mm -hmm. And that's why it turned out to be such a like toxic environment to grow mm -hmm. up in sometimes. Surviving and, and honestly, we can't, it's, they didn't do that, but also because I don't think they have the opportunity to. Exactly. Like their only purpose for us, which I'm grateful for is was survival mode. Yes. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? It's like you come to Just this country, to give, and give. give work, like work. provide, yes. um, making and, and sure that we're, makes we were good in school. Like, yeah. And that's at the end of the day, that's all that I'm grateful for that. You know, yes. Um, obviously we're different now. So now we Definitely. break that cycle and we're, 
get to provide something different and for you our actually children. got a really good head start you're like you yeah. said 19 like yeah. you're in high school yeah like, yeah i was i was in high school and you know i was having fights with them like every other day all the time and my mom was like control your daughter to my dad and like back and <laughs> forth <laughs> and i was just like man like this is i was like am i really like that, that bad? bad yeah and i don't know i just i kept listening to my inner voice i kept trying to be my true self i was like you know what at the end of the day like this is my life and when my parents are gone like what am i gonna do with my life because mm. if i'm just following them along mm -hmm. like a teacher you know i just i'm like okay i'm gonna be lost and i think like i said in general i just think about my little sister so much and i'm like okay I want to be the best role model she's ever had. You wouldn't be the person that was that you needed whenever she Ex you exactly, were her age. Exactly. Exactly. Are you are you like the so you have a little sister? Yes. Yeah, so in total <laughs> we're five. So it's my oldest brother and then my sister. I have another brother, me, and then my little sister. Okay. Yeah, so it's three girls, um, two boys. And yeah, so I was like, okay, well, somebody's got to make shit happen in this in this family, you know, and, yeah. and I think it's got to be me. And honestly, like, I, I know you guys, uh, like you said, you guys are all into astrology. So I'm very, I'm trying to get very connected with like the universe. And Spirituality. I'm yes, yes, mm -hmm. of course. So I just feel like this is something like my ancestors are pushing on me. Oh like, my God, hey, I love that you're saying that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, it's hard. It's very hard whenever it's you. You're the chosen that, one. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And you know it. And yes. you have to like do the work yourself. Oh yeah, definitely. And sometimes you have to do it by yourself. And, and, the, and the mental health behind that is like not it's not easy to maintain because oh, no. mm -hmm. you kind of have to be okay with being the outsider yes. and being the one that thinks differently. And you're even labeled like the crazy one, yeah, like whatever. Yeah. But I want to say something about like, I personally love Aquarius. I've noticed that I'm very connected to Aquarius people and everything that you're saying, it's like Aquarius are known to like be different. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dude, unique out. is like the Aquarius <laughs> thing. So yeah. that, that makes a lot of sense. So in, we in basically, we don't follow the rules. You don't like following it, the yeah, rules. Yeah, we really don't. And I'm just... I try to be uh, different in a good way, of course. I just try to really, um, I think that's why I love what I do. And I don't think that I sit down enough and tell myself like, okay, do you really like what you're doing? Because I'm always working and I'm always thinking like, okay, what can I bring next to these girls? Like, you're always what? on go mode. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. And I think as a small business owner, that's just like everybody, you know, like you're always like, okay, I need to reply to this. I right. need to get back to that. Emails. I work on this. Yes, yes, oh. all the time. But if you enjoy what, that is you enjoying it. You know yes. what I mean? Like that is. Yeah, you can enjoy it, but like at times, like it yes. can get like ugh, overwhelming. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, like coming back to what she said about your mental health is not always the best when you're having to battle stuff like this, especially against your own family. Um, you know, you, you do get picked on and that's not the worst of it, but sometimes they do make you feel like the outcast. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, like she's always on her other stuff you know I was, and oh that's me uh, i can yeah. totally relate to that yes at what age did you move out of your parents home i actually moved out um last year and you know i wasn't planning to i i really wasn't i was planning to stay there until i was stable enough but if one thing i can say is that it's never gonna you're never gonna be ready to take that mm -hmm. step just like you know becoming a parent or any other thing in your life if you wait until you're ready you're gonna wait your you, whole you life. have to seize the opportunity in front of you yes mm -hmm. and you know it wasn't the best of circumstances definitely but it was uh, now that I look back at it, um, you know, at the time, it was probably one of the worst situations that I was going through in my life. But now that I've grown and learned from that and have pulled myself out of that really, really bad depression that I, you know, that I went through uh, moving out, 
I was like, that's probably the best thing I could have done yes. in my life because, you know, like I said, it wasn't the best of circumstances, but it was what's best for me. And I just needed to remove myself from that toxic environment and mm -hmm. I needed to grow and mm -hmm. it was going to be really hard. But I was like, OK, I can stay stuck here. Right. And get mentally and emotionally abused over and over and over every day, or I can move and just make it make it on my own. It's know? hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard, yeah. but it made you who you are now. Oh, definitely. Like yes. And now it makes sense because I moved out when I was eighteen. Oh wow! And, and now that you say that, like, yeah. like the whole toxic home environment, like I can like maybe that's one of the actual reasons why yes. I actually moved out. Yes. And ever since then, I mean, I am who I am because I moved out so at a exactly. young age. Exactly. It just so makes independent. you independent. I, I've always yeah. said that. Yeah. That's the number one reason why i don't think the demographic is the same anymore i don't know i don't really know teens at this age or whatever mm -hmm. but i think when we were younger if people don't really realize the reason that so many latinos would get together with their husbands boyfriends at yes. early age subconsciously is because you want to get out of your get house out. Exactly. like because you didn't have the freedom like I'm, I'm not gonna say that i was in a toxic environment necessarily, no yeah but, but I didn't have freedom. Out. It's yeah. a way out. Yeah. Like my mom trusted me more when I had a boyfriend than when I didn't. Yeah, exactly. You know? So it was like, it is a way kind of out to live your life. Yeah. Same last Paula. And I moved you know, in. sometimes I remember my mom saying like, oh, uh, si consigues un novio, a ver si te aplacas. But, a ver si right. te portas mejor. Oh it's and so I'm crazy like, that your mom is misogynistic, like, yes. mindset no, but too. Right. No, but they're right though. Yeah. They're oh right. yeah, they're right. Yeah. Because I 100% agree with that. No, I, I kind of agree with yeah. you too. Me and my best friend. Depending how you are. Yeah, I, I no, think it definitely no. depends on the person. <laughs> no, I'm grateful. I'm actually grateful. Like yeah. me and my best friend always like joke around because we're both like fire risings. Yeah. And we've been with our husbands since we were really young. They're all earth signs. And we're like, the God knew what he was doing because we needed to be like in a relationship. I mean, we would have exactly. been too wild. I mean, just think yeah. about it. Whenever we do girl trips or like girl weekends, like we do go wild more than we would Then when do. you have so your So it was kind man. of protected. Yeah. I think it, yeah. it protected me. Like yeah. Yeah. 100, I 100% wouldn't go back and do it all the same. It's yeah. crazy that yeah. I would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would too. Yeah. No, definitely. But I, I do agree with that. I just feel like... You know, um, living in a household like that pushes your daughters to refocus on taking care of a man and having a kid rather than their career. Right. You know, um, my big sister, for example, she is just so intelligent and she is so smart and she was going to go to school for nursing. You know, she was she literally came here not knowing like how to speak English at all. Oh. So. She went through high school that way and she eventually learned she was getting into nursing um, school and then she met her husband and she was like, OK, this is the opportunity to get out of my household. She married her husband and that was it. You yeah. know, that, that drew the line for her. And she just she just felt like she was born to to, you know, be a wife and a mother. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And I just don't agree with that. And, you know, like it makes me really sad that her circumstances made her kind of just push that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, because before that person, she will, she had just like an unbelievable amount of mm -hmm. things to achieve. Right. And like you said, I just think that, you know, women see that as a like freedom and they're like, okay, I don't have to live. But is it really freedom? <laughs> exactly. Because then your husband turns into your dad or yeah. your parent and they're telling you what to do and they're telling you what not to do. And that's just not healthy. That is so important, like to know it's like at the same time, it's like I think maturity has taught me that I get it now. I get why you did it. Yes. But that's not your that doesn't have to be your end point. Exactly. You can like be with a person for all these many years and still feel like it's a new relationship if oh, you yeah. choose to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you don't. And if they're unwilling or whatever, it doesn't work, then it doesn't work out. It's okay to leave the relationship if, exactly. if that's not 
what you if what you realize you want at this time yes. in life, right? And so many Latinas are just taught to stick around because that's what's being a loving wife. Yeah, like that, that's right. what it is. I've always said. Or like, they do it for the kids. They do. Yes. So How can the kids be without their dad? You know, like right. that's like it's not a flex to say, "Oh, I've been together. We've been together for this many years." It's like, how many happy years have you had exactly. in those many years? Oh yeah, you definitely. know what I mean. Like yes. it's just yes. Mm-hmm. That's just a different subject. But no, no, yeah, of course. I think there's just so many things that we as Latinas can like be like okay like that is not normal and Mm -hmm. I think ever since I left my parents house I have realized how not normal my life was you Mm -hmm. know and there's things that I tell my boyfriend or that I share with him and he's just like man I could not imagine my mom like doing this telling you telling me this and you know it's not just with him because he's a man because he has a sister and she is so supportive and so loving towards her. Like it's never, um, there's never like a division between or a competition between the girls and the guys never, in her yeah. household. Yeah. And with us, it was, it, 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 you know, it got to a point where my parents thought that I wasn't really doing anything with my life because they were like, okay, well, you got to go to school. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. I'll go to school. And the only reason I went to college was for them mm-hmm. because that was not my gig at all. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I can make something else happen. My, my thing was real estate and I was going to get into real estate mm-hmm. and make it happen. And then I was like, okay, well, you know what? Like neither, there's none of my siblings that have a college degree, nothing. So I was the first and I wanted to give them that joy, you know? And so I did. And then after they were like, okay, so now what? <laughs> And I was like, it's never enough. What do you mean? It's never enough. <laughs> yeah. I just graduated. Yeah. I was like, well, let me figure it out. You know, I was like, I'll see. And then next thing you know, it's like family functions. They're like, oh, well, she just dropped out of school. Like, ya no siguió, ya no quiso estudiar. And I'm like, La, las tías chismosas. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, do you know how expensive it is to go, like, to continue my education? And uh-huh. I told my parents that unless I had a scholarship, I was not going to go into depth or put them into depth right. for a degree that, you know, I didn't even know if it was going to work out for myself. So I just kind of went along with it. And thankfully, I did end up getting a scholarship to play soccer. I honestly got so many. And to play soccer? That's yes, awesome. Yes. Yeah. I know. I was. Uh, hey, that soccer was, women have the best legs. Let me just say that. <laughs> I know. Right. That's why I was like, OK, I need to get in the weight room and gain some like really good muscle in my mm-hmm. legs. And that was really exciting. But. I ended up not going through with any of them because I felt so bad um, leaving my parents with house payments, bills, whatever. Like, how was I going to be over there living my best life in college? And they were going to be struggling to pay bills. And I regret that so much. You, you know, know, it's it's crazy because I have a very I wonder if other Lat- Latinos felt the same, because yeah. one of the reasons that I didn't right away was because I didn't I didn't have a quinceañera because my parents were trying to convince me to have a quinceanera. And I I never had the guts to tell them, I don't want one because I don't want to put you in that situation financially. And that was the only reason they couldn't afford it. I've always been very financially like... Yes, literate. Since I was was very little, I promise you, I've been very financially literate. But I just knew, I'm like, why am I going to do that to my parents? Like, no. Even though they wanted me to. Yeah, my sisters had them. And I was... Like, ups- kind of like, kind of upset that they did yeah. in a way because it's like, y'all shouldn't be creating this big party. Yeah. Like, going out of your way. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I've seen, um, have you ever seen like a post or like a commentary about how like Latinos will 
bend over backwards to have quinceañeras yeah. but instead of putting them through college instead Sorry. of saving to no, put them through college it's true yeah it's like yeah, that's yeah, something yeah. i've like, never agreed go with. and spend 10 12 000, $20, 000 on a quinceañera yeah. it's like exactly. you could put that towards a college degree exactly like why are they like no piensan or what like, yeah. i mean it's just a culture that's the it, way exactly. it is exactly yeah. and that's just another thing that you so know i was like no i'm not gonna have one no yeah <laughs> it, it's like that's another you know topic is that um, you grow up in a Mexican household and they don't teach you how to save your money. They don't teach you about credit. They don't teach you about, you know, like, oh, no, do this instead of that. Like, don't get a car at this rate. Don't, mm -hmm. you know, like, and I have had so we are self-taught all of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every generation, I yeah. think. Because yes. us now, like, we know that. So now we're going to teach that to our kids. Yes, you know? exactly. And then it was, I know we were young, but it was so emotionally frustrating. Training. When mm -hmm. they put, like, a freaking, like, two, three-page letter and they're like, Let translate that. that. Yes. <laughs> My parents like, would do that to I'm me. I'm a fifth grader. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Like, I don't even know English. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's just things like that. And, you know, they would get so mad at you when they were like oh i couldn't do it i'm like i don't know dude like call them they like go to the appointments <laughs> and like little yes yes exactly so i do think um you miss out on a lot you know because we are naturally just wanting to help our parents so much and there's a lot of things uh don't get me wrong that i owe to them and i'm here because of them mm -hmm. i just uh you know, my dad actually, unfortunately, had a stroke when I was 15. And that was two weeks before my quinceañera. Oh, wow. Mm. So it was really, really stressful. And it was just really hard because he almost didn't make it. And, and you know, somehow he did. So um, my dad was a huge machista before that. And then he wakes up from this coma. And then we're like, like who is this guy? Like yeah. a totally change. different person, totally different person. And, you know, I would hate to say like, oh, this happened because of how bad he was. But I don't know. Like, I just think that it was such a life changing um, experience for him. And he woke up and he, yeah, he was still my dad, but he didn't remember any of our names. He didn't really know who we were. So we were literally like raising a baby. You know, we were just starting <laughs> over and we were just raising a, a man that didn't know anything about anyone and that was also very hard because that, that was one of the reasons I felt so bad leaving because then my mom had to work for everybody and she had to maintain the household she was the the head of household at that point and I was like man that's hard like there's five kids yeah. and she's having mm. to throw them all on her shoulder and she's having to work really hard to just take care of all of us so at that point 50 16 that's when I had to get my first job because that was it and then um we were having to drive every week every Friday we would get out of school we would have to drive to San Antonio because it happened in San Antonio oh. we didn't have enough money to transport him back so mm. honestly like I think all those things is what like motivates me to keep going yeah you know a sure. lot of people say oh you know money's not everything and and you know you should and, and I totally agree with that but then also I feel like our financial situations broke us a lot mm -hmm. and they made really bad relationships with each other. Mm -hmm. So that's why I want to just keep working really, really hard to be able um, to provide for my family in just any type of emergency that happens. And so that was honestly one of the hardest things, too, that I had to go through um, having to take care of my dad. I started to have to miss practice mm -hmm. and I was like, well, this sucks. Like, you know, my whole life kind of revolved around him getting better. And, and that's fine. Like, I, he's my dad. You know, we had to care for him. But, you know, after that, my dad really changed. And to this day, like, yeah, he has his flaws and he still has his, you know, 
different thoughts, but oh my God, a changed man. Like, I think that that's what does it for me with anybody is that if you make a mistake or if you were a certain way, it's like, what help are you getting? And are you trying to get better? Right. And that that's what does it for me. You it's know? The, like, you don't have to be perfect. It's like, but you have to give yourself a chance to, yeah. you know, progress. to change, exactly. progress. Is, and he, it's, yeah. is he recovered now? Yeah. So he, he's okay. Um, he, so he does have a lot of health issues. So he's had like four heart attacks and then mm-hmm. he has, you know, he had the stroke. So he in general has always had heart problems, but, um, right now he's okay. And he did stay paralyzed from his right side. So his arm is not very, you know, yeah. And, and then he kind of like limps when he walks and stuff, but compared to when it first happened we were having to carry him everywhere so it is a huge huge change he's here exactly exactly that's already a blessing yes and and that's what i think and that's what you know i have conversations with him about i'm like hey like i think god gave you a second chance to like redo your life like i just redeem yourself (laughs) yeah he he did right yeah Yeah. so he's how does your mom feel like after that like like getting a new man right i mean yeah like i feel like she completely um change too but i don't know you know it's hard to really talk to my mom and to really understand what she's going through i think my mom is the type to not want to show weakness her emotions yeah and and be vulnerable and be like well i feel this way or i feel that way and i think for her it's always just like keep going forward keep going forward Um, unfortunately after that, me and her really fell off really bad. So I personally don't have a great relationship with her. And honestly, that's one of the reasons that I had to remove myself from that household Mm -hmm. because I feel like, you know, like I said before, if anybody's supposed to be there for you and have your back, it's your parents. And in many situations she did not And I was like, okay, I'm going to give you another chance because as a child, you're like, you're my mom. It's okay. (laughs) And then another chance and then another chance. And then it got to the point where that was really affecting my life, my mental health, my emotional health. And I was like, okay, like I can't be here. Like I owe it to myself to place myself at a higher standard. Even if you're my mother or whoever you are, like I, would I take this from anybody else? No. So why would I take it from you? You know, I think it's important to talk about that because, um, I think People assume, especially when you're a Latino family, is everything. Yeah. But in reality, it's really not. No, you know what I mean? Like, no. not everybody has the same family dynamics. Exactly. And that's okay. Like, nobody, not everybody has the perfect mom, the perfect dad, no. the perfect um, cousins, the perfect, yeah. you know what I mean? Siblings. And I learned that with age. And it's like, yeah. I, I'm teaching my mom how to be strong yeah. as a person. You know, yes. it's like how to, like, not give a give a fuck about what people think about you. Yes. Like, yes. it's crazy how, as you age, you have to teach them. Yes. yes. And my mom they didn't know about, yeah. like, oh, pero que va a decir que, tu que and all this and that. Yeah. Especially when I started working out. Oh, my God. <clears throat> that was probably, like, the biggest issue that she had. I think that she saw me um, just radiating confidence, and she was like, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, like, the like biggest flex ever? Like, when yeah. your mom put, stands her own ground, and it's like, I'm yeah. proud of you. <laughs> yes. Yes. I really think yeah. so. And you know, it, it takes a lot. Like it really, it's sad because I, I remember having a conversation with her and I was like, you don't know how much it would mean for me to, for you to be like, Hey, I'm proud proud of of you. you. I am like, you've done this much. Like I was like, do you guys ever sit down and just think like, I'm not trying to get compared to any of my siblings, but 
most of the things that I do, I do it for y'all mm-hmm. and to make you guys happy. But I was like, right. no more. Like, that's Same. it. Right. You know, right. like I, I'm done and that's fine. They can think of me like as the bad child or as the girl that left and didn't care about them, whatever they want me to interpret them, like interpret me as. Um, but I'm happy. Like I can genuinely sit down and tell people I'm, I'm so happy. I'm with fulfilling the dis- my dreams. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then what example would I set to my sister? You know, if I stayed there, just taking all that abusiveness mm-hmm. and not leaving. And, you know, now she's she's working her way to leave as well because it's mm. it's just not the environment to be in. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah exactly. Right? Literally. Fa- I think that all of that was important because family, like I said, family dynamics are not the same with every Latino family and mm-hmm. every Latino assumes that everybody else is. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no, like sometimes yes. there's a lot of toxicity within. Yes. And and you have to choose yourself first. And know when it's time to remove yourself. Of course. If it's a toxic environment. Sometimes it's repairable. I think a lot of situations are repairable as you mature with age. Yes. But, um... Yeah, I think you have to do what's best for your mental health at that moment. Yeah, no. So then, you know, you fast forward to... you. So you're moving out. You're living on your own. Were you already, like, with your boyfriend at the time? Or did Um, you meet him after? So we were actually just, like, friends, you know? Like, we were talking and... You know, he was so kind to be like, hey, you can stay here. Like, it's okay. Like, I'll talk to my mom and we'll figure things out because it was a a very impulsive decision. Okay. It was, uh, unfortunately, one of those arguments that you're like, dude, like, this is it. I'm fucking out. I packed my bags and I got the fuck out of that house. Like, that's just how it happened. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I was literally riding around with um, all my clothes and the little vanity I had, right, Mm -hmm. in my car, in my little Malibu. And that was it. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. I had nothing. I was not ready to move out. I didn't even have a deposit for an apartment so mm-hmm. you know I was doing this whole new thing um and I was doing it by myself so he offered you know to be like hey like you can stay here and I was like no no way like my orgullosa you know yeah. I've, I've always been that way and I'm like no I'll handle it I'll do it by myself um thankfully one of my best friends um she's she's so amazing and she let me crash at her apartment for a little bit until I ca- kind of got myself back on my feet so I was like, okay, got my apartment, things are moving, things are getting better. And then there came like the depression of being alone from being in a family. um, You know, like my household was always loud and busy. I think that's any Latina. Like you get there, all the kids running, Mm -hmm. my nieces, my nephews. And then I would come home and it was my apartment all alone, quiet. And I was like, oh my God, like this is weird. This is weird. Yeah, this is hard. And so eventually, you know, um, I think what broke me the most is that my my mom never reached out. Uh, So she went months. Yeah. So she, you know, she's very orgullosa herself. I can relate. How? How old yeah. is your mom, if you don't mind me asking? I think she's 52. Oh, so she's 52. Young. Yeah, she's, she's, she's around she's my mom's young. age. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's pretty young. And, you know, like, besides her, I, I wouldn't expect her to reach out just because in how bad of terms we how were. How long did y'all go without talking? Um, I want to say about four, four months. Yeah. Yeah, and that's because I decided to come, like, to go back to the house and just go see my dad and as soon as I walked in my dad just broke broke down crying mm. you know like I, I know my Dads dad regrets like that. that situation and I know he always will um but either way like he also made some mistakes you know so I just kind of like okay I, I didn't expect to have any type of relationship with my mom and you know a lot of people are like but she's your mom and and yeah. you know like give her like just talk to her try to fix things and I was like oh I did I like did. <laughs> yeah so many times you know I, I already did and 
I just think for me, it, I think the next step is her. Like if, if she ever wants to um, make things better with us, I think that's going to be her call, not, not mine anymore, mm -hmm. because I've wasted too much time trying to get her to understand like, hey, you're hurting me. Like, this is not cool. And I think maturity is knowing that when you do what you cannot, but are when you can on your end, yes, what you can on your end, if I said mm -hmm. it right. Um, then sometimes you have to just leave it up to them or oh, leave yeah. it up to the universe or whatever. Exactly. Whatever happens, you know? And I was like, if she's happy with her decision and if she's happy, um, leaving us on, on these terms, then okay, then mm -hmm. that's her. And I can't keep beating myself up over it. So, right. you know, I tried to get through my life the best way I could. Um, I think for the most part, I missed my siblings so much. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I, I missed them so much and, I think at some point she really turned them against me. So that was the hardest part. Mm -hmm. I think that was the probably the hardest part to get through. And then, um, you know, I, I got a call from my brother and he was stupid drunk. But, you know, I was like, oh, it's weird. He's calling because we haven't spoken like two months. So I picked up the phone and he was like, hey, well, and he's very, definitely not the type to apologize, to ever say anything because he's very machista himself. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, hey, like, I just want to say that what we did was very wrong and, and we miss you and I'm mm -hmm. so sorry. And so, you know, yeah. that, was that was a shocker. Yeah. I think it's yeah. like once they see you doing good on your own, <laughs> yeah, I it can probably hit them. Yes. No, I really think that they thought it was just another little like fit that I throw. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, she's throwing a fit and she's going to leave and she'll, she'll be back. She'll like, be she'll be back. And I think they kind of were like, what okay. What confidence do people have in women? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Especially families, you no, know? Yeah, that, honestly, that definitely like um, lit a fire in me. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, like I got to get it. Like I got to do what I got to do to fix this. And um, when that was happening, I was actually going through the process of getting my my, my bands. So it was mm. my very first bands, my very first pro product. So all of this was happening while you were yes. working your business at the yes. same time. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And you know, and then that started to kind of like crash. Like it was one thing after another and one after another. I think a lot of people look at you and they're like, oh, that's so cool. Like she does her own thing and she has her own business and she gets to do whatever she wants. But they're, <laughs> they're never, not looking they at don't see behind the, oh, scenes, yeah, behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. Because I was honestly, that was the only thing that was keeping me going. I was holding on to those bands, to my products coming in with my logo on it like that was what's keeping me going and then I get them and they're like wrong everything is wrong mm -hmm. everything the bands are, are just horrible like they're not what I wanted and I was just like oh my god like this has to be a joke Could there you know? be anything else wrong yeah and so I honestly like just started going downhill from there I mean I was like okay next day I gave myself like a few hours to cry about it and then I was like okay well I gotta fix it now because mm -hmm. nobody else is gonna fix it for me right so then you know, got it together the next day. But I think after that, um, my mental health really, really took a toll on me. Um, I started to just want to be alone and that's not like me at all. Mm -hmm. So I started to really isolate myself, um, crying all the time. And then holidays came around and then, um, there, it was just one thing after another, you know, my family didn't reach out and I was like, well, like that sucks, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like I know we're not in the best terms, but especially you, in the holidays, I think that hits yeah, you the most. Exactly. Yeah. So I was just there in my little apartment, you know, and then um, there comes my boyfriend who wasn't my boyfriend yet. And he's like, hey, well, let's go do something. You know, like he's like, well, you can come with my family. We'll have a good time. And I and I did. And, you know, like I thank him so much for that. Like I always try to tell him that besides like him being the best support system that I've ever had, like he really saved my life because he would walk in into the worst situations you could possibly imagine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, this man is here for a reason, mm -hmm. you know? So I just kept going. And then I finally decided like, okay, well, I need to go to therapy. Like I need to get help. Mm -hmm. And 
therapy, uh, it was going good. And then I kind of would just have like those really bad, you know, times where I would just drop again. So it got a little more serious. And then I had to um, get on medication. Mm -hmm. So for me, like that just really did it. Like I was just like, oh, my God, like I can't believe I'm this slow in life. And I can't believe that I'm needing like help from medicine to like keep myself going. going. And I remember I resented my mom so much for that. Like I remember that I was just like, I cannot believe that I'm here going through this because horrible time Alone. because of you and that you just really don't care. Like mm -hmm. you you don't call, you don't check up on me. Like I could have been dead for a month and you wouldn't have even known, you know? Wow. Yeah, that's, so, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I always talk to my boyfriend about that. So he ended up getting me a puppy and that really helped me a lot, of course. Like dogs are so awesome. And um, that helped me kind of Dog pick mom over here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. What kind of puppy? Everybody keeps uh, golden retriever. To get one. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, so I got my golden retriever Simba. I don't know if you guys ever see him on my story, but oh my yeah, gosh. I, I see him. <laughs> and then eventually, um, my girl came along, a girl golden retriever. Yeah, mm -hmm. and she's awesome too. She's they're just so loving, and you know there would be nights where I was by myself and just crying in my bed, and he would just come and cuddle me up, and that was me. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like I, in your loneliest moments. Dogs will never let you down. Exactly. And he would look at me like I was a crazy bitch, but he was like, it's okay, girl. Like, we, you got it, you know? And um, I think eventually, like, I was like, I was very obviously, like, emotionally harmed that I was pushing my boyfriend away a lot. So I was like, no, I don't want that right now. Like, I need to focus on this. I need to focus on this. But then I realized, like, okay, I've gotten this far because he's been there to support me. Like, whether it was, like, showing up with food, Starbucks, whatever it is, like he was doing whatever needed to be done to make my day or to make me smile. So, you know, we got pretty serious and that's when we were like, okay, like this is awesome. And, and that was crazy because I've never had a relationship this healthy in my life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, before I would always get shamed for showing my body, like, Oh my God. Yeah. Don't like, get me started on that subject. <laughs> yeah. Like I would be at the gym or I would take a booty pic, take that shit down. Like, yeah. that's, no. Why are yeah. you showing yourself to other men? From your like, boyfriends? Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, you know, like toxic. Like I said, the first one was with my parents. And then eventually it just kind of grew on to like mm -hmm. the next. And I thought that it was okay because my parents taught me it was okay right. to be, you know? Like, you shouldn't. You should be more conservative. And yes. Like, yeah. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I need to get myself out of this situation because. I'm going like I'm contradicting myself and right. my beliefs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was another thing, like very hard to leave. And eventually I was like, OK, well, this is completely opposite from what he like from what I've learned in the past. And honestly, like everything that I post and everything that I do, it's like it goes through him and not in a sense of approval but in a sense of like hey like i feel a little like unconscious like conscious about this like what do you mm -hmm. think he's like oh my god you need to post that blah blah blah. you need to mm -hmm. take a picture like this he tells me how to post and mm -hmm. you know like panic? yes That's awesome yes and it's the little things for me you know because mm -hmm. he really pushes me to just um be myself and he he honestly pushes me to be more vulnerable he's like i think these girls are going to relate more, more to you and respect you more if you show more of like who you are exactly yeah. and not like this perfect, perfect. little yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly so you know can, can we talk about that can we talk about more about 
that is just something I'm so passionate about. Yeah. Like the whole like machismo behind like pictures on Instagram. Mm. Like yes, yes, let's do it. If you, you, you're a booty trainer. Obviously, yeah. that's that's your niche. I guess yes. that's what they say, right? Like yes. your niche. So your focus is like growing the fucking booty, which yes. is like I said, it's hot girl summer. So who doesn't want to have a nice ass? Do it, right? You know? Yeah. Obviously, that takes a lot of work. I think growing like the perfect if, if you're coming from nothing like it takes years even yes, of consistency of, of getting it there mm-hmm. so i imagine that the gym was your outlet from all, all everything of that you were going stuff. through yes, right? definitely. Like therapy. yeah like so therapy. you know it, yeah it was really hard because i'm going through all that i'm going through but then i'm still having to inspire other women mm-hmm. and i'm like man that does get overwhelming it really does mm-hmm. a lot of pressure oh yeah because you know i was nobody would have known that i was going through that mm-hmm. stuff like I think I share it more now um, that I'm a little more confident in who you are. Exactly. And um, that's another thing. Like, I think we don't share that enough. A lot of girls don't. And also, I think we always share when we feel good and we post a picture when our body looks really good. But why not share one where we're not feeling that good? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So that's something else. My boyfriend tells me he's like, hey, like, I'm like, no, I don't like these pictures. Like, he's there taking Mm -hmm. pictures, pictures. And I'm like, no, I don't look good. I look fat. I look this. And he's like, hey, like, you have to not look perfect all the the time. Yeah. He's like, you don't have to look perfect all the time. So that's really cool, you know, and he really encourages me to do stuff like that. And I've always had people be like, hey, like, what if your brothers see it? Or what if your dad sees pictures like this? And I'm like, okay like they didn't know I had an ass already like you know (laughs) (laughs) like I just I don't think it's in that sense that I'm trying to show my body I just think that I want girls to be like hey like I can stand here and you know like I I I really dislike the feeling of men thinking that girls post for them like yes no we post so other girls (laughs) can hype us up (laughs) yes exactly so other women can hype us up and so that you like when I think about when I post a picture I think about Oh, like, I hope somebody else gets inspired. Yes. To mm-hmm. feel okay. Like, hey, fuck it. Like, I look good too. So let me post a picture of myself. Exactly. Like, why not? Like, that is the ultimate feeling. And and at the end of the day, social media, call it, you know, you want to call it what it is, vanity or whatever. Yeah. It's like, yes, it is. Sometimes we need to be hyped up. Sometimes we want to show you what we've been working on. Exactly. Like, especially when you're working out so hard at the gym. Yes. So, no. Yes. So, you know what? If I'm going to, if I'm working my ass off at the gym, hell yeah you're gonna see a picture of me on instagram because let me show you what i've been working on yeah exactly no and and that's honestly like what i want to um just kind of spread uh, like Mm -hmm. spread around and and just be like hey like why don't you just feel confident like post that fucking picture you know what i mean like you're staring at it and you're like should i should i not like Mm -hmm. who cares just do it because that happens to me all the time like i'm telling you like i know i have a lot of eyes on me and it's kind of scary definitely and you know like there's always the bad comments like you would have no idea like really um, oh yeah so many well, some of them social, i have social media what are, some, what are yeah. some of the worst comments that have gotten to you like honestly so i honestly think um i think that people misinterpret me and they misinterpret me like as a girl showing her ass on social media or or like a fit uh what is it called an instagram model mm-hmm. like bitch i'm not an instagram model like yeah. i'm a fitness trainer yeah. like put some respect on my name <laughs> so like you know, yeah and um I, a lot of a lot of nasty guys on there and mm. i'll literally have people like hey i'll pay you this much if if you like do this and how much for one night 
And like, oh, like they literally God. just see me like as a prostitute, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your body. Yeah. And, and it's not that. And I think it's so crazy that society makes it impossible for a woman to have a nice body and be a good woman. Right. Like, I don't understand, you know, right. or to like feel like it's OK to show your body exactly. and still be respected and still be respected. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I, I honestly go to um, I know a lot of other girls get it, but I've noticed that when I go to like other girls pages like fitness pages it's not like that and i've noticed that it's more on the latinas on on the latina pages that Mm. guys are like hey girl like i know you need money basically you know what i mean and i'm like no bitch i don't like i'm clearly i got myself (laughs) and so stuff like that and i can only imagine like how hard it is um for my boyfriend but thankfully he's he's a very confident man and he's very you know your man has to be confident yeah (laughs) definitely (laughs) And, and he is so there there's times where i'm just like man like yeah i remember one time we went to go um do a, a real estate video and we actually got we rented a rolls royce in to make it into like the video and somehow it went viral uh i i was coming out with the video uh with the rolls royce in front of a really nice house it was like a million or two million dollar house but it was all about marketing right we were making mm-hmm. a marketing video and literally people ran with it like they were like oh yeah she's fucking the guy in the driver's seat and oh my god she oh yeah like this and this and that it went down to the point where they were like oh yeah she has a porn video this is the link and then people were literally going to it and they were like oh yeah it is her and i'm like are you what yeah it was so so hard to get through that um uh-huh. through that honestly yeah. like just in general and putting uh, your name out there is not easy let's put it that way exactly. like in general especially when it comes to like yes your body you know yeah. empowerment body empowerment yeah um, and and you know like i'm posting pictures to just um allow women to be like hey like she's doing it why can't i do it right. like that's mm-hmm. literally all i want for is for women to think is like i am not i am no different than you are like I just decided to work on myself and work hard and get the body that I wanted. And, you, and that's and why show I'm the showing process. it off. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, it was just crazy. And then, so at that time I had a lot of comments just like hoarding my Instagram and they were like, oh yeah, this is the link to her Pornhub. Mm. Oh, I came from Pornhub and this is where the video is. And I'm like, do you, do you reply back to those people? No. So I want to really bad yeah. sometimes, but my boyfriend's like, it's not worth it. Yeah. Like he's like, Your just energy. delete it. And You're just giving them more attention. They're going to keep doing it. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, like if it was me, of course it would be a whole nother deal, but it, it, it wasn't and it's not. And I just, I know what I do, you know, but mm-hmm. it, it's really hard. Like, what about like, well, obviously that's from men, right? Yes. But what about... I think the worst is misogyny from women. From itself. women. Oh my god. It's gosh. like the worst. It's yes. like girl, like Yes. <laughs> so I honestly don't get um a lot of it. That's good. I don't yeah. think I get too much of it on my page, but I, I've heard and, and I talk about oh, you. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I think one of the main reasons I moved from here was because some girls just Small cannot talk. stand me and, and the reason is why. And I'm and I and I would genuinely ask, why do you not like me? Oh, because you're posting booty pics and my man follows you and he's mm. looking at him. <laughs> and I'm Girl, like, get a new man. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I just, some of the issues that some people share, like, um, you know, my my makeup artist, uh, Danny, he's very well known and he goes and does a lot of makeup. So he hears a lot of things mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, yeah, girls were saying this and this and that. And sometimes I you? really, yeah. And sometimes I genuinely don't understand, like, you know, 
I'm not trying to take your man, you know, yeah. and I'm not trying. Like I got my own man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I'm not trying to post these pictures specifically for any man in general. So I think a lot of people think they do. Like, I I just think that they're like, oh. At the end of the day, like, if, if you are that woman, because I always want to try to be, like, constructive, right? If you yes. are that woman that's listening and you are that person. Exactly. Because I have a feeling that some of your haters are going to listen to this because yeah. they want to know what you got to say. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> it's like. It's not even like if if your man is doing that or, or whatever. I've never understood that, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like it's I think it, you need to work a little bit more on your own self-love. And by yes. growing your own self-love, you'll realize you don't need that person in your life mm-hmm. and yes. you'll upgrade to a better person. That exactly. doesn't make you feel like that. Exactly. And you, you know, know, most of the most of the girls that I've heard have said that stuff are with the new person. And I'm like, look, it was not even worth it. And now like you've burnt bridges with me. Why? Mm-hmm. And I'm not the one to be like, oh, well, this bitch said this and this. I, I think that I just try to be um, if there's anybody that has ever said anything about me and that they ever like, hey, girl, like, I'm sorry, but I was in a bad, you know, stage or in a bad person or whatever. I'm like, OK, well, I appreciate th- I would appreciate that. Yeah, like, okay, exactly. You know, you're growing. Exactly. Right. You burned my bridge already, but girl, yeah. you're <laughs> no. Yeah. And, you know, like that's I think that it's it's really scary. Um just having the platform that I do it it's cool like don't get me wrong it's awesome and I worked really hard to grow it but you know a lot of people just have their own take on it you have to be thick skin oh definitely yeah Yeah. it's a lot of hate for sure and I just I remember on the I think it was women's international day I posted a picture and some girl was like okay but what else what other talent talent do you have other than showing your ass And I was like, girl, I was like, I was like, well, if this bothers you, like, you don't have to be here. Yeah, exactly. Follow me. me. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like I have many more talents than Mm -hmm. posting the pictures that I do. You don't get to just judge me off of my pictures, but people will always do that. Right. And so I just think that. I don't know. I, I I think I think what makes people the angriest is when you run with it. Yes. I would have ran with them and be like, my talent is my ass. Why yes. are you on my page? Exactly. <laughs> you know, so I'm get always, out of my page. It's so funny. Like because, run with what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. What do you want me to do? Like contradict you? No. It, you know what? Exactly. It, it's nice. So. Exactly. Just, why are you on my page? Like, don't be yes. hating. <laughs> I, I, yeah. And it's so funny, you know, this is because what, my boyfriend and I have always talked about. <laughs> it's so funny. We, me and him always talk about the Kardashians, right? I was just going to say about <laughs> Chloe right now. I was like, yeah. I think that's why Chloe Kardashian gets so much hate because she allows it. Yes. The fact that she was like scramming, like trying to remove a picture. I would have been like, so fucking what? Yeah. A bad picture. I still look good. Exactly. I feel like when you embrace. Yes. It makes flaws, them more mad. <laughs> it makes them more mad. And yeah. also it makes you more confident. Yes. I would never like, if somebody was to ever say something bad about me, I'd be like, I am. And what? Yeah. So and you know, I am. And what? And you know, that's how What's I know that I've grown yeah. because I used to always try to come after every comment mm-hmm. like that. But now I'm like, I honestly don't give a fuck. Like whatever you think of me is what I am. And that's it. I am. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to give you the luxury or the time to get to know right. me because you don't even deserve it. At exactly. This point. You know, and, and I think people that really know me and that have gotten to meet me and have gotten to speak to speak with me they know that i'm not all about 
just showing my ass and flexing on other right, girls and being right. like, oh, I have a better body than you do. Because if that was a the point, then I would be a fucking stripper and go and do my thing and get easier money fans and shit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And no disrespect to people who do that. Like, that's their choice in that and respect it. You know, that's the way I think about it. I think women should get to do whatever the hell they want to do with their body, mm-hmm. whether, you know, whatever choice they make, it's their choice. And that's the important thing is that they choose to do it. So when people are like, oh, well, what makes it any different? Um, when they were saying about that porn video about me, right? They were like, oh, well, what makes it any different that they think it's you or not? If you're over here posting all these booty pics and videos of you in underwear. And I'm like, bitch, because I chose to do that because I personally chose to post those pictures. Mm -hmm. I was like, I didn't give you consent to go around saying that was a video of mine Mm -hmm. or to go and share this stuff of mine. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of misogyny within, especially Latina women itself. Oh yeah. And like my thing, it's like, I, if you're naturally a conservative woman, I, I think that's great. You be who you are. Yes. But what make them your misogyny and your unconfidence shows when you have to bring other people down. When you judge mm-hmm. others. Yeah. Exactly. Because if you feel sexy without showing amazing, that's you. Yeah. That's you. That's your personality. Exactly. And I, you know, it's you know? crazy that my family has kind of like gotten around to just respect me Yeah, and to, um, even my brothers being the machistas that they can be, you know, they don't ever like, Hey, why are you wearing this? Or blah, blah, blah. You know, like I feel comfortable wearing what I want. If I want to look like a little herd rat going to the club out of freaking family dinner, I can because nobody's going to say anything because they respect me, you know, right at this point. Yeah, exactly. And you know, there, there's. I, I do respect that the there's a time and place for everything, right? of course. And like you said, conservative women, if you want to be that way, I respect that too. Right. I just think for me, it's about respecting what a woman wants to do with her body. Right. It's because like, it's her choice. Your body, mm. the clothes that you wear is an expression of yourself. And exactly. if you're more a sexual person, then let them be, you yes, know? Yes. Like, why not? Like, that's their personality. Like, yes. I've always said that. And you know what? I'm grateful that my mom has always allowed me to be like that since I was of little. Of course. Trust me, my family would talk crap about me. Yeah. How I would dress and stuff. And it's like, but she always allowed it. She yeah. kind of like enhanced me to like That's be who good. I wanted to be. So I've, I grew up not giving a fuck about what people thought about me. And it's like, if as long as I feel sexy, then that's Because me, you want to you know? do the same for your daughter too, yeah. you know? My husband's is a little bit more conservative, but he still kind of allows me like... There's certain like... <laughs> I was at her pool the other day. Yeah. And I just sent him like a... I mean, I, I like wearing thong, like uh, yeah. bathing suits. Yeah. And so I sent him like a boomerang. I'm like, uh, I'm a post this. And he's like, you're fucking crazy. But I knew he was going to say that. I was kidding. Yeah. But it's like, if he was fine with it, I would have probably posted it. Because yeah, why not? Like, exactly. I look good. And why not? Like, exactly. It's not for other men. It's just expressing how I feel. No, of you know? course. Of course. But and he's, he's coming around slowly. No, yeah. And that <laughs> makes you feel good. And no, I think, it does. And yeah. I honestly think that's what... Um, that's how my boyfriend looks at it. I think he he kind of pays attention. Like, he's like, okay, well, when she does stuff like this, like, it makes her feel very confident. Yeah. And she radiates that energy. And, you know, like, she pushes that on to other people. Mm-hmm. And that's mainly, like, why I'm just trying to get better at what I do. Because I don't want it to be like, oh, yeah, this is my workout guide here. You know, like, go do it. Like, no, I think I, I'm trying to... Uh, grow my business and be more about like self-love mental health and just being aware of who and like what not to have around you because it doesn't you know 
it just doesn't help you. Right. So, you know, it doesn't I, help you be the best version of yourself. Uh, exactly. So, you know, I don't want my girls to just be like, oh, yeah, she sends us like, you know, their work, her workouts. And that's kind of it. Like, no, I want to be like, hey, like, this is what I do to prove myself love. And I mm-hmm. organize myself this way. And I do these things in the morning to have to make sure I have a great day. Like, it, it's so much more than just showing up to the gym and working out. You what, know? Are those, it's a, what are those it, things? So I personally um, wake Take us up through your day to day. Yeah. <laughs> so I personally wake up every morning um, and just affirmations. That's that's one of my big things is that I remind myself, like, what do I have that I always wanted to have before? So I manifested a lot of things that I have now in my life. Am yes. I where I want to be now? No, definitely. I have a lot to go. But, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I didn't have what I do now. So I never thought I would be able to get a place of my own. I never thought that I would be able to run a business and not have a job like an actual mm-hmm. nine to five. And I'm doing it now. So affirmations, you know, and then I just get myself in a mental state where I write down, OK, I have to do this and this and this today. You know, I get it going. Structure. Yes, of of course. I feel like organization is everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of people are like, well, I don't have time for this and I don't have time for that and I don't have time for this. And do you have time to scroll through social media like you have time hours on end? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, you know, like especially um, with my moms, I think I I do want to be um, understanding because I personally don't have my own kids, but I also want to be like, okay. If you can sit there and watch and watch Netflix while your kids are playing and being entertained for like 30 minutes, you can get a workout in like you can make it happen, you know. And and I always like to tell them, like, hey, like if you're not OK, nobody else is going to be OK in that household because you start projecting those insecurities onto your kids. Mm-hmm. You start, you know, fighting with your husband or whatever it is. So it's all about self-care for me. It's all about like self-love. And, you know, my boyfriend helps me a lot with that, too. So. We really organize ourselves. We make each other feel like his job is just as important as mine. You know, even if he's doing crazier, bigger things, well, my job is still as important as yours. Mm -hmm. And it's all about balance as well. So he's like, hey, I'm going to be home while you train those girls. So I'll clean and I'll cook. Okay, cool. The next day we like flop it or whatever, you know. So So you do training like in person or just like online coach? So I started doing in-person training. So. I, I want to say like I wake up maybe like five in the morning, get my workout in. And then after that, I go train all my girls. Yes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. And I mean, who doesn't like I said, you're you prioritize the booty, right? Yeah. Like, like the butt training. <laughs> Hence the bands that she got us today. Can't wait to no, yeah. But even then, you know, like I have noticed that I have a lot of people. So. Um, I am running a challenge. It starts Monday, actually. And I'm really, really excited about that because I'm going to be including a lot more uh, mental health awareness and okay. more like self-love awareness. Right. Like I said, rather than just giving them a workout and go do it, you know. Right. right. But it's so, like this is what you got to be working on outside of the gym. Exactly. Like, right. To get it's prepare you to physically have exactly. the confidence to feel like you can do it when you're there. Yes. You yes. Know? Of course. So, you know, I've been working on that really hard and I just... I just kind of told, you know, I, I was talking to my boyfriend about that. I was like, I just I want to be more than what they That's expect right. of me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be able for them to see my weaknesses, for them to see me not flexing. and grow from them and grow from them. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm not always looking like I have a little tiny waist and a big ass, you know, like that's not me 100 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm always like eating. I love my hot Cheetos. Like that's my Ooh. thing. Such a Latina. Yeah. <laughs> right. I actually and haven't eaten them in a long time and now I'm craving them. No, I actually I haven't either, which is such a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Yesterday my brother was like, Hey, you're not craving hot Cheetos? And I'm like, No. And he's like, Wow. He's <laughs> like, You're a really new person. <laughs> but you know, like overall, I just um I just hope to get better in just being more of like a motivational woman out here. Right. And especially for my Latinas, that's my priority to me. And not that I make anybody else feel any less, but I just know that I want people to be able to look at me and be like, oh, because of her, like I did this and I I'm did I'm more that. confident in myself. Exactly. I've always said that. Like, I think the biggest, like the life goal is to feel like you empower so many other people along oh, the yeah. way. Exactly. You made other people's lives better in like the slightest sense, but in some way, like. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's so empowering, you know, and, and it's, it's not just about them uh looking like me or looking like a mm-hmm. slim thick girl you know i think that you can look your own way and still be fit like mm-hmm. it, there's not a specific fit body for you know what i mean I've been, like i've been waiting to post a, a new caption i'm i'm waiting for the perfect picture first <laughs> on my instagram yeah. that says like hot girl summer is a state of mind not a body type you exactly. know it is a state of mind yes. like yes it's like how you feel in your own body in your own body yeah. exactly yeah so like the confidence in, in you and okay we're women, regardless, we all have body issues at some point, right? But I really personally feel like when I start, when I sit there and think about why do, why do people stress so much or like unconfident in their own bodies? I think because they focus on everything they hate about themselves rather than what they love. Yes. So yesterday I posted like on my Instagram, they like, tell me three things you love about your body. And I got yes. so many, resp- so many responses. It's crazy yeah. because it's like, you know, like, and, and I bet you, like, after they thought about that, they probably felt better about better. themselves in that yeah. moment. Cause like, Oh, I love this about myself. Like exactly. that's amazing. And that's what I've always done my whole life. Like, I don't think there's a lot of things I don't like. If I can change them, I will change them. But if I can't, mm-hmm. then fuck it. Like I can't do nothing about it. So might as well not think about it. Exactly. And let me just focus on what I fucking love about myself. Yeah. You know, and you know, especially right now, I think that like, BBLs, surgery, the (laughs) lipo, it's all trending right now. Mm -hmm. Like that's just a huge thing. And I am not against it at all. I just, um, I just really wish girls would understand the time and the effort that goes into that. I think a lot of people think that you get surgery and you're good to go for the rest of your life. Easy way out. Yeah, exactly. And it's not, it's not that like that at all. So you have to continue to work out. You have to continue to take care of yourself. Eat good. Exactly. Maintain. Maintain Yeah, exactly. And the the thing that just makes me sad about that is that you don't feel yourself capable enough to, to do it. it. Exactly. Oh my God. That you said something very important and I never want to say it because I feel like people will think I hate on, I will hate on it. And it's not, no, no, like, definitely at the not. end of the day, if you really feel like you need to, and yeah. it's going to make you, if it's going to make you feel more confident then fucking do it. Yeah. My own ego is like, no, bitch, you yeah. can work your way you to get there it. because your body's already good as it is. Exactly. And you just need to tweak it a little bit by doing a little bit of more hard work. Yeah. I would feel more me personally, myself, more unconfident doing that than, than not doing it. Yes. Because I think you I would, would feel be, like, bitch, yeah, you didn't want to work hard yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. And you would be surprised at how many girls I've spoke to that they're like, well, I got lipo and honestly, like I still feel horrible. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's just, it's not necessary. Like you said, it's a hot girl summer, but it's about how you want to interpret it. It's not right. about how your body looks. Right. So if you feel like walking out in a swimsuit, however you look, whatever, that makes you feel good about yourself. Then that's it, girl. Like it doesn't mean that you got to have a really big butt in a small waist and whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like that's just you. And I think that's like the most powerful you could possibly ever be. Yes. It's because embracing what you are. What you are. And exactly. what you're not happy with it 
I always say this, like ask yourself one question. Is it something that I can change? Yeah. And if it's something that you can change, then change it. Exactly. If it's something you can't change, then like boobs, you can't change boobs. Exactly. So I'm for all me, for like for getting me your a boobs big thing um, yeah. that I'm very, and I've been very uh, conscious about is my hip dips. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so you have all these Instagram models that look like that curvy, Our those, yes, like the, hip, the hips. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, I have uh, I have even talked about it with my boyfriend. I'm like, hey, like, I don't know, like I might eventually get a surgery done so I can get them. And that was like maybe about, you know, a few months ago. And now I honestly feel like, man, fuck it. Like, I feel good. And this is the body that I have for a reason. And, you know, I I often like like my boyfriend always reminds me. He's like, do you know how many people look up to you? Like, just think about it. Like, think about how many people look up to you. And even when I'm training my girls and I'm like, oh, my God, you guys, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I ate so bad. I'm so bloated. I feel so fat. And they're like, shut up, because you're making us feel like shit about ourselves. You know, like we're over here, this and this and that. And so um, I've been trying to take pictures and I'm like, you know what, like, I would be a whole different person without hip dips, Mm -hmm. but it wouldn't be me. Like it wouldn't be me. It wouldn't be Blanquita. So, you know, I want to, I really want to share that because I know it's a huge, huge insecurity on a lot of girls, the hip dips, right? Because you don't have that perfect hourglass figure. And I'm just like, you know what? Like, we can't help it. We can't change it because it's our bone structure. And you see all these workouts like, oh, like how to get bigger, like whatever, get rid of them. Mm -hmm. You can't really get rid of them, but you can help the illusion. And I just think it's all about confidence. So at this point, I'm like, dude, I don't even care. Like I, I look how I look and I look how I look because I work so hard and because I dedicate myself to this. And, you know, it is what it is. Like, that's it. If you like it good, if you don't. Yeah. And I like it. There's a little bit of pressure sometimes I feel because when people think about me, they say, oh, she's confident. And I am. I, I really am. As you should. But that doesn't mean that I don't have things that I don't like about myself. Exactly. I just don't focus on it. I'm just like, fuck it. Like, yeah. I'm not going to fucking walk out there at a pool party <laughs> and fucking feel bad about myself. Yeah. I'm going to act like the baddest bitch out there. No, yeah. no matter how the fuck I look. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, you know, it's take, like me being who I am. I think uh, a couple months ago was my first time wearing a swimsuit. And that I was like, holy shit, like I'm hot as hell, (laughs) you know, and that was the first time I ever looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, wow, like I've I've worked for this. And Mm -hmm. given that I've been working out for four, uh, three, four years now, and I've never felt that way. I've always worn my little soccer shorts and a sports bra to the fucking pool. Like, bitch, come on. Like, you know, (laughs) if you don't get a tonkini, like you said, that's what she told me. She's like, you better get some thonkini. Okay, so we're taking a girl's trip to Tulum and I'm so excited because it's been... I think it like our cousins back short, like in 2014. Yeah. That's the last time I took a girls girls trip yeah. to Vegas. It was wild. <laughs> um, but this time we're we're all going to her sister's birthday, and it's gonna be in Tulum. It's like ten How of us. Exciting. We run an Airbnb. We're gonna get a yacht and everything. So I'm like, you better believe I'm gonna wear the slimmest fucking thong out there. I don't, and I, have, I don't have one. She told me she's like, you better be wearing some over yeah. there. Yeah, like why not? It's just us girls. Yeah, like, and believe it or not, it. like a lot of people yeah. think that I kind of feel like I'm better than everyone because of the way that I look or that I work out and eat good all the time. But people like, you know, like people inspire me. Like when I see my girls like wearing bikinis and I'm like, oh, dude, yeah. why not? Like, you know, I'm, I'm their constantly, coach. I'm their coach and I they're say literally that. living life out there and I'm not like, okay, come on. Like yeah. at the end of the day, I feel like my clients inspire me, honestly. Instead That's amazing. Of, instead of like, you know, I know they look up to me and I know they're like, okay, Blanquita this, Blanquita that. And I'm like, guys, like if you guys really knew, it's all about y'all. Like you guys mm-hmm. push me to be that confident person that I am. I so. think that's important. And I've said that before. It's like, if you're not inspired by the people around you, like, exactly. What the hell? Remove Who are you yourself. hanging around with? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> inspire each other. It's like, 
I know I don't have it all and and she might have something she might have something that I don't have and that's mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. you know like yeah. we're we just like we kinda, need to empower yeah, one another yeah. more they're yeah. so, from each other exactly it's you know like if you're feeling some kind of way one time because of yourself whatever then we're here to like help you exactly. feel better about that part of yourself because at the end of the day we're all different and that's what makes us unique and beautiful yep and that's how we will grow but Blanca we've like enjoyed this conversation so <laughs> yes, much I know yes. we've been all over the place with <laughs> we it. have we have but I think it's important for like people to kind of have that learn that side of you yes mm-hmm. like yes. I said I, we've only known you through social through social media and the fact that you're willing to be open. You know, one of the hardest things about having a podcast, honestly, is finding people that are open. Yes. Yes. And read, I guess healed enough to talk about their exactly. lives because it does take healing to be open about it. I exactly. Feel. No, and yeah. it, it's something that we constantly grow from each other. And every time we have a guest, I feel like we, we I feel learn. like we learn from the guests yes. and which is why it's important. It's like, you just relate so much more, you know? Exactly. And I just didn't want to come on here and be like, Oh yeah. Like I'm a little fitness model and I do this and I do that. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like no. if you knew the journey, if, if, that you it knew, got yeah. <laughs> if you can say three things that you love about yourself, cause I posted on my stories, what would you say about your body? Um, about my body. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I would say, um, my booty, of course. I've worked really hard on my booty. Um, my legs, because my legs have been my biggest insecurity, but I'm getting there. Okay. And I'm learning to love them and my hip dips. Awesome. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, Definitely what was your insecurity dips. once? Now you love it. So I that's do. important. I do. And um, what does it take to have a Cod Girl Summer this year? What do you think? I just think it takes uh, confidence, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think it takes confidence and um, just focus on yourself and focus on what you love about yourself. Like you said, uh, before you walk out of that room or wherever you are, just be like, hey, I love this and this and this and I'm going to go show it off instead of being like, oh my God, like my stomach, my back, my arms. Mm-hmm. Focus on the positive. Focus on the positive. And the most important thing is empower others and, you know, empower other women to feel hot and to feel like they can go out there and just rule this world, you know? Exactly. I love that. So yeah. Let's do a last like cheers. cheers. I feel like y'all need like y'all need to like yeah. You know this is we're We've live right now and mimosas. we're pouring up. Yeah. yeah. But um, I fucking love today's mm-hmm. episode because now yes. it makes me want to go grow my booty with your booty pants. Yes. <laughs> Wait, so I, I have a question. Those workout uh-huh. plans. So for your plans, does it include like meal planning and all of that? Or is it yeah. just like workout? So actually I'm going um, through a lot of changes in my in my brand right now, in my business. So instead of having um, just separate guides for everything, I'm going to be making subscriptions. So every month, if you subscribe every month, you will get a meal plan for the month. You will get a workout for the month and then so on every month it will change every month it'll get better according to your results and stuff like that mm-hmm. um you know i'm trying to kind of leave the one plan fits all type of thing mm-hmm. so i really want to be able to help women that have different circumstances and stuff like that so i want it yeah i want to look at i was just looking at your page your website mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm definitely trying to improve on that so yeah yes it will include meals it'll in- include you know that grocery list that whenever you go grocery shopping mm-hmm. a lot of like good good yummy uh recipes because i know a lot of people People think that eating good is just like dry Blanche. ass chicken, chicken and yeah. rice and broccoli. broccoli. Nope, definitely no. not. You can make it good. No, yeah. No. So I would definitely have all those options for you guys. And I'm just so, so excited to release all of that. And what's Yay. your Instagram handle? So my Instagram is Blanquita with three A 17. And then you can find my website. It's Blanquita Cisneros Fitness dot com. 
Yay! Cheers. Okay, cheers. Cheers, cheers. cheers you guys. Have cheers to cheers. A, great time cheers. a fun episode. Yes. And thank um, you so much for coming. Yeah. Of so guys, course. if you enjoyed this episode, obviously go follow Blanquita's page, and which we'll post on our page. Uh, and also, the purpose of this episode obviously is to empower you to live your best life this summer. Last year, we didn't really have a the greatest of a yeah. summer, obviously, because we were going through COVID. But this year, it's like wherever you're at right now fuck it fuck what you don't like about yourself and just embrace Embrace where you are yes and trust me i 100 know this like when you embrace what you love about yourself you will automatically just be more confident and when you're confident people think of you differently of -hmm. course so if you're worried about what people think about you you have to feel it yourself first. You got to show up as you, that You got to show up as that bitch. <laughs> and, and whatever insecurities you have, you leave them inside and bring your confident self out there. And yeah, just, yes, you ma'am. might find your lovely, yes. the love of your we life. love it. Hot <laughs> girl summertime. summertime this weekend. Cheers to hot girl summer. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. We'll, we'll talk to you next time. time. Bye. Bye. Bye.